Our call to worship is going to be Psalm 150, uh, verse 6. And so would you join with me in reading this verse? Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, let's try that. Go back, Keith. Let's try that one more time, but with a little bit more enthusiasm because we're saying, you know, praise the Lord doesn't seem to fit. So let's try it again, right? Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Would you please stand as we begin our worship? Angels from the realm of glory wing your flight o'er all the earth. You who sang creation story now proclaim Messiah's Watching all your flocks by night God with man is now residing Yonder stands in front line Come and worship, come and worship Worship Christ the newborn King Sages, leave your contemplation Well, good morning, everybody, and Merry Christmas. We can officially say Merry Christmas now, and soon Happy New Year, though it's not quite over yet, uh, but we are headed that way. We're glad that everyone is here as we join in Christmas worship on this New Year's Eve. Isn't it interesting when the holidays fall right on the weekends? It's been kind of interesting this year. I don't know if I like it or not, but it is what it is, right? I think it lends to a lot of people traveling even more since it's fallen over the weekends. Uh, but I'm glad that each and every one of you, you are here on this cold Sunday morning. Uh, who's planning on going out for New Year's Eve tonight? Anybody? You're going out? Hopefully inside. To dinner? <laughs> to dinner. <laughs> Keith's shaking his head. Keith wants to stay home. He wants to celebrate at home with a cold beer in his hand. Uh, but glad that you were here. A reminder at Christ the Word, what we are about, and this doesn't change as we head into a new year. It's renewed with vigor that we want to see our community changed by the hope and healing of Jesus. And so we have some exciting things as we head into 2018. Uh, we've had a few more people join us, which is exciting. It brings some new energy, and so we have some new things on the horizons. One of the things that I'd like to share with you that we have uh, for our children starting in 2018 uh, we're starting what I have codenamed the Buffet of Awesomeness. Doesn't that just sound awesome? The Buffet of Awesomeness. So what we're going to do is we've had some worship bags in the back, and you know those have been great and everything, but we want to be very inclusive of our children worshiping with us. And so one of the ways we want it to do that is uh, better tailor toward each child. And so what we're going to do is, starting in 2018, you're going to start setting up in the back. It may take a few Sundays to get everything together. 
but we're going to be putting together an activity center with buckets where basically each child can put together their own activity bag. There'll be different quiet activities back there. You know, we talked about Legos for a little bit and went, eh, maybe Legos will be a little too much. But we'll have some lots of fun things so that you can pick what, what you like, and then during the sermon, there'll be a pad back there where you can play quietly. Oftentimes, the kids end up in the back row sometimes during the service. We'll have a designated area for them uh, to, to play quietly during and do activities during uh, the sermon, uh, just to try to better encourage children in worship with us. Uh, So we'll experiment with some new things, see what works, see what doesn't work. We would appreciate your feedback, but we're going to try those things now that uh, we have more children in worship with us. Doesn't that sound like a buffet of awesomeness? Amen. It sounds like, I don't know that Golden Corral would be my buffet of awesomeness. What was that? Tyler asked that already, and so we are not putting an age limit on the buffet of awesomeness. Unless you start stealing all the good stuff, Tyler, then we may have to start. Uh, you'll bring your own? Okay, all right. I think I see some action figures in your pocket. Uh, but we are glad that you're here. For worship, this Sunday is going to be a little bit different than our typical Sunday. Uh, we're going to use the Psalms to guide us through reflection, remembrance, and celebration of this coming year as well as this year that's passing. Uh, There is no sermon, so you can think, yes, there's no sermon. Uh, We're going to just use the Psalms, Scripture, prayer, and song to guide us through uh, this meditation. So at different times, I'll be having you help me read passages on the screen and do that sort of thing. We'll pray, we'll sing, and we will celebrate communion for the last time this year. Oh my goodness. Uh, before we head into 2018. But just keep that in mind, and uh, just so you know that this is all being recorded, so be careful what you say. Uh, obviously, it's not holding me back, but uh, just wanted to give you that heads up. Any questions before we start? Does that make sense? All right, well then, let's start uh, together as we reflect on Psalm 103, and it'll be on the screen so you can follow along. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquity? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from the pit? Who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy? Who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagle's? We begin by forgetting not. By remembering the benefits of knowing the Lord, we do this by looking back over the previous year and remembering God's faithfulness through times of joy and times of sorrow and in all the ordinary events of our lives. Let us speak aloud or perhaps in the silence of your hearts the reasons we have to be thankful for this past year. For what are you thankful Just go ahead and throw them out if you feel comfortable. What are you thankful for as you look back on this past year? Help. Help. Health, Health. okay. Health and help, (laughs) perhaps. Help me. Absolutely, health. Family. Family. Birth of your first grandson, absolutely. Medical technology that go, is a link to that, that health, absolutely. A wedding and a graduation in your family. You graduated? <laughs> Finally, it's about time, Ellie. They couldn't stand you any longer. They couldn't stand you any longer. <laughs> Anybody else? New friends. New friends. School. school? You're thankful for school? All right, parents, doing a good job. Absolutely. Baby sister? Absolutely. You're her protectors after all, right? Yeah. I'm thankful for this facility. It's been a good move for us to be here. I've loved getting to know this Thales Academy location, and uh, it's been exciting 
to see uh, some of the family who's, families who've joined us recently, and I love seeing all the kids. Let me tell you, I love seeing all the kids. And Micah has enjoyed all his new friends coming. So, Liam, too, absolutely. Wants to go to his classroom. Anybody else? Matt? What are you thankful for? I'm going to put you on the spot. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> There's perhaps even more that you could think about. I mean, we could sit here all day because God has been good and God continues to be good. And part of being thankful is remembering God's promise. So would you please join me? Uh, as we read Psalm 27 responsively, I'll do the yellow, you do the, the white. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. We rejoice that the promise of those benefits is secure. We exult in the fact that our enemies, whatever form they may take, will stumble and fall because the Lord is our light and our salvation. Let's pause for a moment to reflect upon the ways we seek false promise and a false sense of security and how God is our only true promise of hope and security. Brothers and sisters, God's promises are sure and they are new every morning, and for that we can have great joy. So let's celebrate that joy. If you'd stand a fable as we sing joy to the world. Well, I wanted to sing um, this Christmas song again before it wasn't Christmas and you can't sing them anymore, right? Joy to the world, Lord. For as the curse is long, for as, for as. 
His righteousness and wonders of His love, and wonders of His love, and wonders and wonders of His love. You may be seated. You know, part of the reason our world is in the shape that it is, and we are still singing, desiring peace, we're still singing, desiring joy, we still want to see this world to reflect more of God's desire for the way to live. Uh, One of the reasons for that is sin. It's your sin, it's my sin, it's our sin, it affects everything. And that's why in worship it's important, before we continue any further, that we draw attention that we are sinners. Welcome to a place of hypocrites, friends. Welcome to a place of people who hurt others and hurt ourselves. Welcome to a place of people who don't quite measure up. But you know what? God loves us, and God's grace abounds. So would you please join me in this call to lament uh, for our sinfulness as we read together Psalm 51. Would you read with me? Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. We pause now to silently confess our sins before our great God. Friends, in spite of the benefits and regardless of the safety of walking with the Savior, we walk away from our light and our salvation, and we pay the consequences. We admit our failures during the previous year, and we ask God to cause us to sin less often in the coming year, for shorter periods of time, and to enjoy our sin less. Lord, Have mercy on me. I am a sinner. You're blameless, Lord. My sins against you can't be ignored. They will be punished. I know they must. Your law demands it, for you are just. Because 
But it's not just our sin that affects the world, is it? As we look out on our world, we see a lot of brokenness. Perhaps sometimes the hardest thing to see is when we see someone hurting someone else and we feel helpless to do anything. While so many celebrated a happy and a merry Christmas, there were plenty of others who did not. There are plenty of others who are fighting for their lives. There are plenty of others who are enslaved. I mean, statistics I've seen is that there's more people enslaved today than there's ever been in history. I thought we were over that. Didn't you? But yet, there is. There's violence in other countries. There's unrest in our own country. There's people in a wealthy nation like ours who still struggle to get by. And so, we lament the suffering caused by others. Would you read responsively with me portions of Psalm 73? Truly God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. For I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. They are not in trouble as others are. They are not stricken like the rest of mankind. (laughs) 
For behold, those who are far from you shall perish. You put an end to everyone who is unfaithful to you. Now let us take a moment to reflect upon God's justice in the face of suffering. Rather than becoming cynical about living in a dog-eat-dog world, rather than playing by those rules which tell us to bend the rules, we complain to God. We point out to God the suffering and pain caused by others. And when we do, we see God bring justice and goodness, and we give thanks. All glory And honor and power and majesty is due to our God, who is the divine judge over all his creation. Let us celebrate God's justice. Yes, I said celebrate God's justice as we sing of his glory. Would you please stand?
may be seated. We now contemplate Psalm 119 as we consider God's commitment to us as well as our commitment toward Him. Hear now a reading from Psalm 119. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I declare all the rules of your mouth. In the way of your testimonies, I delight as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Now let's go back to the beginning of that passage, Keith, if you wouldn't mind. And I would like for us to read this together now. Would you please join with me? How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart. That I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I declare all the rules of your mouth. In the way of your testimonies. I delight as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. And stay on this slide, Keith. Let's now take a moment to meditate as we consider how will we commit our lives to God in new ways heading into 2018. How is God calling you to take one step further in your walk of faith?
Having remembered the benefits of knowing the Lord, having received God's promise, experienced God's forgiveness, and cheered God's justice, we now commit ourselves once again to God as we enter this new year. We commit to meditating on God's law, to letting God's word direct our paths, and to seeking God's wisdom in our lives. We recommit our lives by returning to Jesus' table of blessing. Jesus is the host of this table. It's not bound by denomination or particular congregation. It's not bound by nationality, class, race, age, or gender. It's a table set for believers. If you are not a believer, we ask that you refrain from coming to the table until a time that you are able to confess Jesus as Savior. As we prepare our hearts for God's feast, would you please join with me in prayer? Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for this table of blessings set before us, that you stooped down from heaven and came in the form of a small child to show forth your love in ways that we could never imagine. And when we struggled to reach out to you, you came to us. You bridged the gap that we created in our sinfulness. We long to be with our creator. And Lord, you long to be with us. And through Jesus, you make that possible. But that possibility does not come without a price. A price too high for us to pay. No, this child, this Savior was born for a purpose. And we celebrate that purpose fulfilled as we come to his table. Lord, help us set aside our sinfulness. 
to live into your holiness that only you can provide as we celebrate your grace, your justice, your mercy, and your great love as we join around this table, remembering that we gather not just as those in this room, but we gather with believers of all time and place. We gather at your table to commune together and to commune with you, to celebrate the goodness of God and to live into the promise that you shall return. So, Lord, we set aside these elements from their everyday use. Lord, bless them, and with your Holy Spirit, set them aside for your holy purpose. May they serve as a reminder to us of your great love. May they serve as a sign and a symbol of our commitment to you. But, Lord, even more important to that, your great commitment to us, your creation. We love you, great God. Please join with me as we say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. On the night our Lord Jesus was betrayed, he shared one last meal with his disciples. And in it, he took bread. And after giving thanks, he broke it, saying, This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup. And after giving thanks, he poured it and blessed it, saying, This is the new covenant, sealed in my blood, shed for the forgiveness of sins. All of you drink of it. And later, the Apostle Paul reminds us that as often as we eat this bread and we drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. And brothers and sisters, he will come again. Here at Christ the Word, we have the tradition of celebrating by way of intinction. Uh, We're going to do just one group today, and we're not going to all come up here as we have been throughout the Advent season. So in a few moments, uh, I'll invite Lee Ford to help me serve. And during that time of prayer and reflection, you are welcome to stay in your seat uh, and pray where you are. You can come forward to partake communion if you have an offering to give. Uh, you can come and place it on the table before the Advent wreath. Uh, We'll grab a basket and bring it up here. And uh, during that time, there'll be some music playing, and we'll take the bread, and you'll dip it into the cup, and then you will eat. If you, for your offering, if you forgot your wallet by chance, but you have your smartphone, we'll have the giving page up on, and you can give remotely through our secure Uh, online giving uh, service. So let us celebrate God's goodness in this time of response and worship. God acted first. Now it is our opportunity to respond. Holy food for holy people. Let us celebrate our God. Thank you. 
Lord, we give thanks for your faithfulness through this past year and for all our years. Ever since you created the world, great God, you have been faithful, and this past year is one more example of your goodness. We thank you for births. We thank you for healing. We thank you for courage in the midst of tears. We thank you for comfort in the midst of despair. We thank you for strength in our weakness. We thank you for your faithfulness. Lord, we also confess our faithlessness. We thought we had better things to do than spend time with you. We had other sources of hope apart from you. We went looking for satisfaction and meeting from all other gods. Yes, other gods apart from you. And we paid the consequences for it. We lost meaning. We lost hope. We lost when we left your path to go our own way. We confess our sins and that brings us back to thanksgiving. We are thankful because your forgiveness is constant. Your love is unfailing. We confess and are grateful to find you welcoming us back. You protect us from the wickedness of this world. There's so much hurt, so much evil, so much injustice. We see how people fail to care for your world, and we grieve. We see how people treat one another, and it horrifies us. We see evil people getting away with it, and sometimes we give up hope. And then we see you move and act and restore and judge. And when we see you at work in your world, we cheer, we praise, and we recommit ourselves to you. We want what you want, Lord. We want a world that worships you. We want an earth that is healthy. We want marriages to be life-giving. We want children to grow in wonder and awe and love for you. We want every part of this world to be cleansed by the blood of your Son on the cross. We want our actions and our words and our thoughts to be holy. We want our lives to be controlled by you. Every moment, every decision, everything yours. We want these things so that our everyday lives bring praise to you. When people look at us, we want them to know without any doubt that we belong to you and the whole world belongs to you. We thank you for this past year and we trust you for the new year. Now we join our voices and sing. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above, ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. We now remember God's continuing promise for us as we reflect upon Psalm 46. 
God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. We recognize that our path may not always be smooth. We acknowledge that there will be times when our world is shaken, when life roars, when there is no peace. Even then, we rejoice because God is our refuge and our very ever-present help in trouble. And because of that promise, we can praise our God. So would you join with me as we read together Psalm 111. Praise the Lord. I give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart and the company of the upright and the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delights in them. Full of splendor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. Having seen the benefits of knowing God, have, having received God's forgiveness, having been assured of God's justice, and having recommitted our lives to God, we express our wonder and awe and wholehearted praise. Regardless of the perceptions of those around us, we praise the Lord and let his light shine. Would you please stand as we join together in our final song uh, that you'll remember from Christmas Eve if you were here, or maybe you grew up singing it in church camp one day, Shine, Jesus, Shine. Shine on. Shine. 
So as we prepare to head back out to perhaps your New Year's Eve celebrations, or maybe you're going to go to bed early, which is completely okay, because it'll be a new year when you wake up. Uh, A few announcements. Uh, First of all, next Sunday, uh, we are going to draw attention to Epiphany, which is a celebration of the wise men actually arriving at the manger. So you'll finally see these guys make it to the manger and we'll draw attention to that next Sunday. And then following that, uh, starting on January 14th, we are going to begin our new six-week series on the book of Ruth, pointing attention to the outsider. Ruth was an outsider. And so what can we learn about Ruth and about our own lives? And I believe because Thales is tracked out, we're going to leave most of the chairs and everything set up for one more week, so we got a little bit uh, less teardown, but we will be tearing down the sound equipment. Are there any other announcements for this coming week? It's going to be cold. Stay warm. It's going to be cold, and I, I pray that you will be safe out there, even if you're not staying out late. Be safe on the roads. There's a lot of, as my mom always said, there's a lot of crazies out there, so just uh, beware. And so your blessing is this. We've experienced the blessing of the Lord this past year. We've seen God's face shine on us. We have known God's grace, and the Lord has kept us and blessed us, and we have known His peace. Securing God's blessing, we go forward. Now may God be in your head and in your understanding. May God be in your eyes and in your seeing. May God be in your ears and in your hearing. May God be in your mouth and in your speaking. May God be in your heart and in your knowing. May God be in your coming, but especially in your going. Go in peace, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year.